Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Box Office Receipts. I'm your host, Tyler Callahan, and we got big, big numbers to talk about not only domestically, but around the world thanks to multiple new films releasing. Besides that, we have the regular Hollywood news, which includes the lawsuit between Scarlett Johansson and Disney being settled. Opening in first place with a whopping 90.1 million is Venom Let There Be Carnage. Opening in second place was The Addams Family 2 with 18 million. Third place was Shang-Chi Legend of the Ten Rings with 6 million for a total of 206.1 million. Fourth place was The Many Saints of Newark which opened to 5 million. Lastly in fifth place was Dear Evan Hansen with 2.45 million for a total of 11.8 million. So I expected Venom to do pretty good, but around the 60 million range. Uh, I did not think it would come anywhere close to Black Widow's opening weekend, and not only that, but breaking it. So now Venom has the record for the biggest domestic opening this year, and if it plays out, there's a chance the top five this year will all be Marvel movies. Now clearly, it does not get to 90 million for no reason. While critics hated the first Venom movie, it won over movie watchers, and has continued to do so since its release three years ago. It's now also clear the huge box office of the first one was not a fluke and the sequel aims to get as close as possible. At this point, assuming it can hold up against the October competition, Venom now has a real shot of also passing 200 million domestically. The Addams Family 2 performed okay with 18 million, but to be fair, it was also available day and date as a PVOD rental which cut into the box office. Shang-Chi actually held uh, on okay compared to last weekend, dropping only 54% and is now officially past the 200 million mark. Again, the first to do so since the pandemic started. As for the last of the new releases this week, uh, what is there to say about Warner Brothers? Uh, another movie uh, opening under 10 million uh, with The Many Saints of Newark. Well, it was not expected to do big numbers because, well, the show is synonymous with HBO. The show also ended over 10 years ago, if not close to 15 at this point. Uh, the audience reception to it has been poor. So this film is basically dead in the water. I'd pour one out for Warner Brothers, but... I've run out of stuff to pour, I've been doing it so much this year. For China this weekend, well, we finally saw the numbers we should be seeing from the box office over there thanks to its national day. Opening in first place, as expected, was the Battle of Lake Changjin with 203 million. Now it did open a day before the week weekend on Thursday, so with that included, it's now at 234 million. Opening in second place was My Country, My Parents with 90.6 million. Opening in third place was Dear Tutu Operation T-Rex with 3.5 million. Y- yes, that is the translated title of the movie. Also opening right behind it in fourth place was Little Canned Men, also at 3.5 million. I have not been able to find numbers for Free Guy yet, uh, but it's safe to say it's fallen off a cliff if third and fourth place are only making 3.5 million each. Now, as for the top two movies, they are doing great, and it's something we've been missing. Word of mouth, at least for Battle at Lake Changin, seems to be strong. So assuming it has a solid hold, I can see us easily making 750 million, possibly 800 million. Uh, and again, if the second weekend numbers are very strong, we cannot rule out it taking first place worldwide, passing High Mom. Now, one thing I noticed is that there is clearly a severe drop off after second place for new releases, from 90 million to 3.5. Clearly, audiences were only interested in the top two movies. That's hardly surprising especially since Battle at Changjin was supposed to be released almost two months ago. As for Hollywood films in China, well, no new updates on release dates. It's looking like Shang-Chi will not be getting released, and we are also waiting for a date for Venom, Let There Be Carnage, but based on their calendar of releases right now, 
I would say early November for that one, but to be fair, that would make it similar to the first one three years ago. So domestically, the box office was dominated by Venom, and in China, it was dominated by the battle at Lake Changjin. But just about everyone else? Well, it was dominated by No Time to Die. The last Daniel Craig Bond film opened in 54 markets over the weekend, and opened to a great 119 million worldwide. Analysts had this opening around 90 million, and Bond smashed right through that. Word of mouth also seems to be solid as well, so it looks like it will have a solid run. Assuming nothing major happens, No Time to Die now has a solid chance of passing 500 million worldwide, and maybe even ending up as one of the top 5 biggest films of the year. For Venom, besides the domestic market, it only opened in one other area, Russia, where it did do fantastic, with 13.8 million for a worldwide opening weekend of 103.9 million. Dune also had another solid weekend, making another 13.7 million for a worldwide total of 100.3 million. The Many Saints of Newark opened in a few more markets and made an additional 419,000 for a worldwide total of 7.3 million. Shang-Chi made another 8.3 million for a total of 387 million. It's gonna be close, but it looks like it can make it to 400 million worldwide. So besides the massive box office numbers the market got this weekend, the other biggest news in Hollywood is the lawsuit between Scarlett Johansson and Disney, and it's been settled. As was expected, terms of the agreement were not disclosed. However, one thing we do know is that she will continue to work with the company, and the Tower of Terror movie is back in the works. I'll read the two statements about the lawsuit being settled. First, from Scarlett Johansson herself. Quote, I am happy to have resolved our differences with Disney. I'm incredibly proud of the work we've done together over the years, and I have greatly enjoyed my creative relationship with the team. I look forward to continuing our collaboration in years to come. And from Disney, studio chairman Alan Bergman had this to say. I'm very pleased that we've been able to come to a mutual agreement with Scarlett Johansson regarding Black Widow. We appreciate her contribution to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and look forward to working together on a number of upcoming projects, including Disney's Tower of Terror, end quote. So unless someone leaks any details, we won't know much beyond this, but I think it's safe assumption. She was paid a decent amount, but likely not the full 50 million I believe she was looking for. I also wonder, since this lawsuit was happening, that they felt the need to wrap this up as soon as possible. People in Hollywood were openly supporting her, and I did not see anyone saying, nah, she's wrong, Disney should just not pay her. Didn't hear anything like that. Along with that, Disney has been quick to make peace with Emma Stone, thanks to her deal for Cruella 2, and CEO Bob Chappick did mention recently that talent deals were going on a reset at Disney. What that means is not clear, but it could be a reworking of deals, so talent do not feel like they're being uh, they're not being compensated, and Disney has the option to move films around more freely without worrying about another lawsuit like this. Still, in one of the weirdest stories in Hollywood this year, it got wrapped up pretty quick, and seems like both Disney and Scarlett Johansson are ready to move on. So for VOD Premium, we got two stories uh, for Disney. We learned a bit more about Shang-Chi's distribution post theaters. And while we know it will be headed to Disney Plus on November 12th, that is when it will also be heading to VOD as well with a physical release on November 30th. The physical date is pretty normal, but that late VOD release in time with Disney Plus makes the exclusive theatrical release not 45 days, but just over two months. Now we know they are going to be flexible with the rule, and in this case theaters won't mind. But I wonder how will they calculate which of the films moves on in its release cycle after 45 days or longer. Something to keep an eye on. For the last story, we finally got an update on Hotel Transylvania, Transformia, and when it's coming out. As you may remember, Sony recently sold it to Amazon, but it was not given a new release date, and if Sony decided to keep it in theaters, it would have came out last weekend. 
Now we know it'll be coming out January 14th next year. I gotta say, even though it's going to streaming, it still feels like a bad release date. For a movie with Halloween-themed characters coming out in January, it just kind of feels wrong. Now logically, this could be the earliest Amazon could release it if they just recently closed the deal on the rights. We don't know when they finished. Now, if I want to be completely off the wall, then my theory would be that this is a lazy cash grab and it's the last film in the series. Sony knows this film sucks and it sucks so bad they couldn't even get Adam Sandler to come back to voice the main character. Or it could be a bit of both, who knows. What we do know is unless this does huge numbers on Prime Video and Amazon makes a deal with Sony to do a fifth one, this franchise is ending on a whimper. And that's it for this week's episode of Box Office Receipts. Question is for anyone listening around the world with all the new movies coming out, have you went out to see any? If so, let me know on Facebook, link to the page in the show notes. Thank you for listening.